The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. CSPN and the WrestleCast present to you Cast of Strong Style with your hosts JPK Moto and Don DeLorente. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host Don DeLorente. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Hello, Moto. Hey, 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 Don. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I am hot, 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 but uh, that's summer. But I'm excited to get into our wrestling. All right. All right. We'll let, we'll let everybody know that you can follow Cast Strong Style on Twitter. Follow us at Cast Strong Style. You can also find us on the web at www cspn.us you can also find this at the you can also find this on soundcloud itunes stitcher radio and google play and you can also find this on any app that allows you to subscribe download and listen to podcasts on your mobile devices so we're going to get right into it as dominion happened last sunday a card that everybody was looking forward to, the main event especially, Kenny Omega versus Okada Part 2. But there are a bunch of other matches that actually were very good as well. So we'll start first and foremost with David Finley, Oka, and Sota Uno versus Yagi, Kawato, and the KOB. King of Beef! Kitamura. David Finley hits a stunner on Yagi, and he gets the pin. For his team. Pretty pretty impressive opening match. Kawato and KOB on the same team. I, I really like that combination, but unfortunately they came up a little bit short in this one. All right. Um, first, before I get into the match, I want to thank everyone who live tweeted with me for Dominion. Anwar, thank you so much. Um, Don Victor, uh, you got on my nerves a little bit, but thank you so much. And everyone who live tweeted, it was such a great time with you guys, and hopefully we'll do it again in the future. For this match, I have to say, first of all, the King of Beef looks fine. Like, fine. He got that cut like The Rock had from, like, 1995. It was fresh. Then he had the mouth guard designed to look like fangs. I was like, woo, woo, woo. He was great. He was absolutely great. He looked great, and he looked very great. I just have to say that. Uh, no creep border, cast, though. You're bordering on um, drawing your creep cast flag. You know that, Excuse right? Excuse me. I'm, I'm not part of the creep cast. I tell you, I'm a... Uh, admirer of beautiful features and KOB has a lot of them. That's, that's y'all. I'm not part of the creep cast. Nah. Nope. Anyway, back to this match. Um, I'll have to know also Finley. David Finley, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to like you, but I can't. It's just something that's always off with you. I just, I, I don't like you. I just, maybe I won't feature. I just don't like you. Your boots are terrible as fuck. Your guy liner, terrible. Just, okay. I've got that out of my system. The match was all right. Your typical young lion match. I like Kawato's springboard dropkick to Finley. And I do have to say, even though I don't like him, his uppercut was really, really smooth, Finley's uppercut. And when Oka and Kitamura both got tagged in, it excited the crowd. It was very stiff, hard-hitting. I like this match. But again, it's your typical young lion match to start off. We all know where the meat and potatoes is for Dominion. It's not going to be this match, but it was great. 
nonetheless. All right. Next up, we have, give it to me. Tigers! Mask and? Tiger! Mask double and Makabe and Nagata versus Juice and Thunder Liger, Nakanishi, Kojima, and Tenzan. Makabe hits Nakanishi with the big lariat. He follows that up with the King Kong knee drop, and they get the win. Um, so, Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask W, Makabe, Nagata, get the W. Good showing. It was a good showing. Again, you're, again, typical tag team match. And I did call that the Tigers would be victorious, and they were. Tiger Dad, I have to note, was very shimmery. He had the glitter mask. He had the matching glitter jacket. It was great. Don Victor talked about how he put some uh, Tiger Bomb because he's old. Tiger, Tiger Dad is great, and he, he showed very well. Uh, Legend Liger went for a surfboard on Tiger Dad, but it did not work because Tiger Sun actually interrupted it with a kick. They kind of brawled for a little bit. Um, Tiger's, uh, Tiger the Sun's moonsault to the Koji Cutter. Love that sequence, too. It was just a nice, fun match to get things going. Yeah, they really uh, ramped up the energy in the building with this match. Um, really set up, uh, you know, everything to go uh, that was going to be after them. So can't complain, can't complain. Mm-mm. Next, we get the never open weight six man title gauntlet match. We start out with Bullet Club versus Chaos. Gano hits Yujiro with a low blow, and the Chaos gets the win. Um, uh, I'll say, um, yeah. For sure, a very quick match. Um, if you don't know what the tag team gauntlet match was, I was kind of confused at first. Basically, it starts off with two teams facing off, and the winning team remains until there's a winner. And yes, it was a it was a quick match. I have to note that Peter has returned. Mr. Thirst here, you have any comments on uh, Peter returning? Yujiro uh, was pimping since been pimping. As long as uh, Peter, a.k.a. my finance is there, he's all right with me. Well, uh, you have nothing to say about Peter and her looks? I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Peter and her looks. I mean, there's really not much more that needs to be said. I mean, she was doing what she do. She was selling sex on a silver platter, but okay, you, you want to you wanna act like, you know, you ain't thirsty for her. That's cute. It's cute. It's cute. Hey, hey I own my creep cast, creep cast flags, ma'am. I, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't have any creep cast <laughs> flags, so anyway, um... It was, like I said, quick, but I really didn't care for this. Um, I did like when Ishii um, did the headbutt to get Fale out of the ring. Kind of dragged for a bit, but we can move on to our next segment. All right. Next up, it was Chaos versus Suzuki Gun. Zack Sabre Jr. blocks Yano's low blow, then hits Yano with a European clutch, and Chaos, excuse me, Suzuki Gun gets the win. This was lightning fast. Like, we said the last one was fast. This was, like, bam, bam, bam. Like, this didn't even last 30 seconds. And I'm actually glad for that. Because in a gauntlet match like this, you can't have everything just drag out. We'd be there for, you know, an hour unnecessarily. So I'm glad this was quick, 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 made quick work. Because we all knew, you know, Chaos was not going to win this. Why drag it out? Uh, I like anything that has to do with Zack Sabre Jr. twisting people up into pretzels. So I love the finish of this match. Quick little short match. Next up, Suzuki Gun versus Taguchi Japan. Kanemaru misses Juice with the mist and hits Taichi. Juice then gives Taichi the Pulp Fiction to get the victory. After the match, Taguchi Japan is attacked by Suzuki Gun. 
Juice is, is left laying in the middle of the ring from the octopus lock applied by Zack Sabre Jr. I like this match. I mean, Taguchi Japan came in, the crowd loved them, and they start off with a triple hip attack. Love that. And then they did the clothesline train on Zack Sabre Jr. So they were just going all around as Taguchi was cheering because, you know, he's the coach. So he ends the, the clothesline train with the hip attack, and then he acts like a catcher. Uh, in the opposing corner, Ricochet's acting like a pitcher. Taguchi signals a five. I'm like, I don't even know what a five means in, in, in baseball, you know. And then, you know, Ricochet agrees. He pitches, and then Juice does the rolling cannonball to Zack Sabre Jr. in the corner. Love that. It was just very entertaining. Later on, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. distracted the ref, and Taichi hit Juice with the mallet. Blah, can't stand Taichi. And then when he went with the pulp friction, Taichi had the hold of the ref, and then Kanemaru ends up spitting the whiskey in Taichi's face after Robinson ducks. And that octopus was applied by Zack Sabre Jr. after the match for so, so, so long. So, and Juice was just laid out. His face was red and everything. Zack Sabre Jr., uh, listen, I don't even want to get hit in the face by Zack Sabre Jr., let alone get that octopus. You know his arm was just messed up after that. Oh, yeah, man. Juice Robinson, like I said, he's a human pretzel maker. So our final match in the gauntlet match is Taguchi Japan versus the... Never six men open weight champions, Los Ingabinables de Japon. That was good. Thank you. Bushi hits the MX on Taguchi, and the champions retain their titles. We were Yay. both wrong for this. <laughs> we were both wrong for this. <laughs> I thought Taguchi Japan would have it. Um, because Zack Sabre Jr. applied the octopus for so long, the ref was like, ring the bell. We, we got to do this. So LAJ got mad because, you know, they like their long entrances. And Bushi didn't even get his geyser moment. So you know everybody was pissed off. So they just start off hot against Team Taguchi. Juice was still suffering from the octopus. With that, he gets hit with the senton from Evil. It was just, ooh, they were just on the ropes. I did like when Ricochet hit the 619 to the springboard uppercut to Bushi. And then Taguchi applied the ankle lock for so long after that. Just, you know, tease the tease the tease the, you know, but that had a rope break and overall entertaining. This could have been, this whole series could have been just a terrible series of matches. It could have been just a cluster, but it, it went much better than I thought it would go. And I actually like that LIJ retained to keep some gold. I, I like that. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't bounce the titles around either because that's kind of the narrative of this championship is that it gets hot potatoed around every time somebody defends it. So, But yes, like you said, this was very entertaining, and the people were very into it, especially once uh, Suzuki Gun and Taguchi Japan got going. Uh, it really led right into that final match. So good stuff by all the teams involved in the gauntlet match. And LIJ, um, Zaddy Watch for Sonata. Zaddy Watch. <laughs> don't, don't talk to me about Creepcast. I don't have no flag. No. Next up. Rapungi Vice versus the Young Bucks for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Titles. Can we pause, pause, pause for a second? It is the Bucks of Youth versus Rapungi Vice, aka Malongi Sice, aka Bazongi Mice, aka Padongi Bikes, aka Rapungi Nice. Okay. What she said, folks. The Young Bucks give Rocky Romero the Indie Taker, and then they put Rocky in the Sharpshooter. And Rocky Romero taps out, and the Yum Bucks are your new IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. <clears throat> I know it hurts you. I know it hurts you to see that happen. 
<clears throat> I'm, I'm, you're right. You're right. Okay. So anyway, uh, I really, really enjoyed this match. The Young Bucks start off hitting that double drop kick to Trent, and Matt hit the apron bomb to Rocky, just going for the back immediately. Then he slams his back against the ring post twice, and then Nick joined Matt for another apron bomb. So Rocky was just out suffering with his back. And then Trent Breda gets hit with, like, a kick, which basically fills his stun meter if you are a Street Fighter fan. So got him seeing the birds. He was just glassy-eyed. This was just great wrestling on both ends, great storytelling on both ends. The Young Bucks always tell a great story, but I really liked the story. And it was just smart wrestling from the Young Bucks. They isolated Rocky right away and would just attack his back, attack his back, attack his back. Meanwhile, for a majority of the match, Trent Beretta was getting assaulted by the Young Bucks. They just continued to assault. Finally, the momentum shifted when he hit uh, the double stomp on Nick and then hit him with the satellite DTT. I like that. When Rocky finally can return to the ring, Nick picked him up and power bombed him on the ramp. I was like, damn, Rapongi nice. Look like Rapongi mice in this this match, y'all gems. But y'all look like Rapongi mice in this in this match. And the swanton, the Trent's abdomen. I was like, the Young Bucks were not playing. They came to win, and they did it methodically, smartly, and they entertained. Bravo to them, my gems. I'm sorry y'all lost, but it was a great match. Great match overall. Yes, the Young Bucks always give you something new and different, and this match was, uh, you know, much of the same. Um, I really love watching these uh, two teams go at it, regardless if it's for a title or if they're just having a dark match or whatever. They always have a good match, so highly entertaining, like Moto said. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have War Machine versus Gorillas of Destiny. After a ref bump, Loa hits Roe with a chair shot. That leads to the Guerrilla Warfare and the Guerrillas of Destiny are your new tag team champions. So mm-hmm. don't see uh don't see um Tonga going solo anytime soon after this victory. I didn't like this ending, I didn't like this result because I really you know, I we know that War Machine's in Ring of Honor, but after, the more I saw War Machine in New Japan, I'm just strictly talking from New Japan. The more I saw them, the more I liked them. And I, I, I still stand by that. Hansen is the bigger one of the two. And I feel like his athleticism is kind of overrated. Like, when he, when he does a car roll, people are like, oh, he is a big dude, but he is athletic. He can go. He can really go. And Ro is a great tag team partner because he knows how to use Hansen's size to his advantage. Um I like the beginning sequence of Roe versus Tongo going back and forth. And then uh, there was a spot where Roe was um, in the middle of the ring. Both uh, Tama and Tongo were both in opposing corners. I think it was Tongo who did the diving headbutt. And then Tama did the frog splash. And then he still kicked out, which was a great moment. And then Hansen flattened Tama off the top rope. And then he quickly dove through the ropes to take out Tonga. That spoke to his athleticism. I like the match. Hated I hated the fact that they lost the belts. Like I am like a War Machine fan now, and I do think that Thomas should go solo. I find a lot of potential in there, uh, but I don't know. I, I like the match, didn't like the result. I like y'all, War Machine. <laughs> I told you that War Machine would probably get over because they're like really big, but they're really athletic, and their wrestling style would catch on with people. 
Well, they they were. They were the, the crowd was actively cheering for them. And whenever the Gorillas of Destiny did something overly aggressive, the crowd was booing them. Osaka was not here for the Gorillas of Destiny. They they wanted War Machine to win. Heck, I wanted War Machine to win. <laughs> Next up, the return of Big Mike Elgin versus the American Nightmare Cody. Cody counters a standing suplex attempt into the crossroads, and he gets the win. After the match, Cody puts Christopher Daniels on notice, and then he calls out Okada. Now, if, if you were live tweeting with me, you knew I was like, what? Like, first of all, Big Mike lost. I <clears throat> was not correct about that, but that's fine. Um, I, overall, the match, I don't know what it was. I just wasn't here for it. Maybe it was because I had gone through so many matches. I just wasn't here for it. And even watching it again, I still kind of wasn't here for it. It is to be noted that the Night of Dominion was the anniversary of Dusty Rhodes' death, who was Cody Rhodes' father, the legend Dusty Rhodes. And um, he actually had dad written on his tape on his hand. And so I just wanted to say that. Rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes. There'll never be another like you. Um, Elgin looks slimmed down. I don't know if you noticed that, Don, but I feel like Elgin lost like 20, 30 pounds of fat and made it into muscle. Um, There was a lot of German suplexes from both. I did like when Cody did the disaster kick to the DDT, which planted Elgin. Elgin looked knocked out from that. And then he run with the crossroads. Him calling out Okada, I was like, what for? But then it was noted that Cody's been undefeated in New Japan. They're planning something. Oh, yes, they're planning something. And I will leave it at that. Tea leaves by hashtag Moto Notes. Next up. Crystal prepared. We have the IWGP Junior. Heavyweight title match, where we have the ticking time bomb. Takahashi versus Koshida. Koshida locks in the hoverboard lock and then starts to do the gym break special on Takahashi's wrist. And Takahashi taps out. Koshida then gets the crowd to do the wave when he's attacked from behind by Bushi in his midst. Bushi then makes his challenge for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. This match was so good. This match had all the spots, the 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 story of, you know, Takahashi trying not to get his arm yanked off and at the same time working on uh, Kishida's hands so he can't, you know, can't put him in the hoverboard lock if he can't grab you. So, you know, that was like the story of this match. So good. So good. It was a great match. Kushida, I have to note, because you guys know I'm a big fan of Bubble Jackie. He came out wearing a dicky shirt. Now, I, I was like, who, who's wearing a dicky shirt? What's wrong with him? And then he won the match, and then I had a revelation, okay? The time splitter had to leave the Bubble Jacket in the 90s, travel forward to the early 2000s, the Dickies shirt, and he had to move forward to progress, and his dicky shirt helped him win. That is my revelation, Okay. Hashtag Moto knows. Now, the match itself, I love this match. It started off with um, alternating forearm strikes. Later on, Hiromu tries to choke out Kushida. Uh, Hiromu tried to go for the sunset powerbomb, and Kushida countered with the arm bar. This is when I knew, like I knew at this point, that he had, he had Hiromu's number. And Hiromu wasn't ready. He really wasn't ready, and his cockiness got the better of him this match. He wouldn't even, prior to this in events, he wouldn't even say Kushida's name. He would just call him K. 
like he was beneath him. And he forgot who Kushida was. Kushida is not some small time jobber. He like that's his belt. He had that belt plenty of times before Kushida. I mean, Hiromu could even touch the belt. And he 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 really forgot that. Um, like the spot where he um they're outside of the ring. He sat Hiromu down in a chair, got another chair, and then springboarded off that that forward chair to dropkick Hiromu, just damn near knocking him out. It was crazy. He started targeting Takahashi's arm with kicks, getting the hoverboard lock several times. I mean, when he he flipped off the top rope and still had it locked, like, Kushida had this. Barnon had this. Hiromu needs to go back to the drawing board and figure out what he needs to do again to get that belt back, in my opinion. Great match overall, great storytelling. Kushida is... Kushida now has his belt again. Uh, Bushi, our favorite alien... Challenging for it. We'll see what happens with that. Um, what was really interesting was when Koshida got real aggressive and was had uh, Takahashi down, and then he was stomping him. Like had his arms, he was pulling him up by his arms, and then stomping him back down. Yeah, with the heavy kicks. Cra- yeah, and the crowd just started booing like boo. It was like whoa. It was really eye opening. They were not at all for any of the heel tactics. Yep. No, Osaka really hates heel tactics. It's, I mean, they're not the smartier crowd. They want the, the, the clean wins. And that was the theme throughout the night. I also forgot to say, when Hiromu actually hit that sunset powerbomb, Kushida's head bounced off the mat. I was like, this, this guy might be concussed from that. It was, it was crazy, crazy spots. And um, just, just watch it, folks. Great match. Loved it. Next up, Minoru Suzuki. Versus Goto, never open weight title, the lumberjack death match. Taichi hits Goto with the chair shot, which allows Suzuki to follow up with a drop kick and then the Gots Power Driver to get the win. After the match, Yoshihashi and his wig <laughs> clears Minoru Suzuki out of the ring, and Suzuki then challenges Yoshihashi to a match. Um, this match was pure violence just like I thought it would be, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Really? Really. Um, I really did not care for this match. I will say that. Um, it, it went as expected. It really did just went as expected for me. It, um, for me, it was just kind of an unremarkable match. I also found out that New Japan likes to just attach deathmatch on these special type of matches. It was a regular lumberjack match. A lot of violence, I'll say that. Did like the violence. Um, I liked when Suzuki gave Goto the big boot with the Lumberjacks holding him. It was just a lot of maulings from Suzuki Gun. It was just run-of-the-mill heel tactics from Suzuki Gun. Uh, I did like when Yoshihashi fought them off and did the the flip off the top rope and they all caught him. And, you know, Goto lost as expected. I will say after Suzuki called him out, I did not think that Yoshihashi in his wig had the courage to go up and attack, try to attack him again as he's walking up the match. I was like, dang! He is, he's, he's got some courage, you know? He's got some courage for this. He's probably going to die for this. But you know what? Five points for Yoshihashi attacking him. I was, I was kind of here for it. I was really kind of here for it. Yoshihashi is that guy who kind of seems like he gets bullied in school. And then finally he calls out the bully. But then, you know, in the movie, in the movies, what happens is the guy gets his ass whooped. And, you know, as everyone's tending to his wounds, as he's just laid out, they're like, hey, dog. You know, you were kind of dumb for calling him out, but um, 
you know, you have heart. Feel about it. And again, why, why challenge Satan in hell? I didn't expect this to be like a five star technical classic. So maybe that's the reason why I liked it because I, I just came into it just wanting to see a high amount of violence. And it checked off all boxes in, in that regard to me. So that's the reason why I can say I liked it because my expectation was just brutality. Well, I mean, it's 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 Minoru Suzuki. He's he's a demon. This the demon's club. I mean, the menacing chef was there. That's what that's what you expect, you know. Satan and his demons. Be honest. Right. It was it was goodness. So next up, IWGP IC title match: Naito versus the Ace Tanahashi. Tanahashi hits the high fly flow, but Naito kicks out. Tanahashi then locks in the cloverleaf. Naito struggles to reach the ropes, but Tanahashi sits down deep and almost bends Naito in half, and Naito is finally forced to tap out, and Tanahashi is your new IWGP Intercontinental Champion. I'm clapping for you, Don, because your wish came true, and um, I will say before I go over the match, um, this is what Tanahashi had to say. This is especially for you, Don. I'm reading Tanahashi said, and I quote, this is from NJPW1972.com, I said, I understand everything that's gone on, and it especially wasn't connected to what I said to Naito. It's just, since last year in Nagaoka, that belt lost its shine. It went through this hazy period, and then all of a sudden, he decided there was no use for it. That's a little... So I thoroughly believe Tanahashi felt the same way you did, Don, about that belt. It just... He just disrespected it. Naito just would disrespected and Tanahashi deserved to get that belt back. He came in with his oh go ahead. Oh I was gonna say do you, I, I think I found out the genesis of the reason why he was disrespectful towards the belt. Laid on me. The belt was synonymous with Nakamura and he's been the most vocal about hey he's not here anymore why are y'all still talking about him? I'm here Tanahashi's here you know, Shabbat is here, but everybody's still talking about Nakamura. And I think him throwing the belt around was his way of kind of, you know, rebelling against the Nakamura love that people still have in New Japan. Then I am all for Naito doing that. I can understand now more than ever because you guys know how I feel about that. The person's gone. Okay. They're not here. You might as well be chanting CM Punk. Why are you still, why is there, why y'all still bringing this up? I get that he Nakamura's a legend, okay? But he ain't there no more. He is not there anymore. Let's move on to who's in front of you. Tanahashi's in front of you. Naito's in front of you. So I, I get it. I get it now more than ever. I don't agree with his method, but I understand. In terms of the match, Tana came in with uh, his support hose on the arm. Naito came in with this suit, threw, his belt, threw the belt into the ring, and then Tano attack, Tana attacked Naito immediately. I mean, immediately. He, like, Naito didn't even have time to take off the eggplant three-piece suit he had on. It was, it took him so long to even get it, everything off. And when he did, he targeted uh, Tanahashi's injury. This, this was a classic match. This was one of, one of the best matches I've seen all year. This was all about injury, storytelling, Tanahashi's resilience. Naito would target the torn bicep. Tanahashi would you know, target the the knee of Naito, which is no secret that, you know, he's got problems with it. 
there was a lot of German suplexes from Tanahashi. Loved it. Followed up with punches. And then I, I remember specifically that he spit on Naito. He spit on Naito. And Osaka booed at this. Didn't understand, in my opinion, why Tanahashi, a person who is a hero, would spit on Naito. And it's because Naito would spit on the belt with this treatment of it. And I think he said, this is what you deserve for what you've done to a belt that means so much to a lot of people. And, you know, I understand it. I understand it. Naito spit back, but I think it was just more out of spite. And then Tanahashi with the dragon screw, like, three, four times. This was just, his, like, Naito's knee was just messed up. And then the sling blades, and then he signaled, he did the Nakamura hand signal, hit the high fly flow, kicked out. But then he, when his determination with the clover leaf was just like, I'm going to win this no matter what. You will not get out of this. You are going to lose. And he did. Congratulations to Tanahashi. I loved it. Yeah, Tanahashi was definitely out of his character in this match, especially, like you said, the attacking of Naito, I mean, before the bell could ring, the spitting, and some of the just tactics that he was using was definitely out of character. But I guess that just uh, illustrates to the point how irritated he was with Naito and how he had treated this belt. So great story. Like you said, basically Tanahashi's arm versus Naito's knee and who was going to give in first. And it was Naito. So Tanahashi was not going to give that up. Yeah. Great storytelling. Um, I like the way that Naito changed up his moves to focus on the arm. Like, you know, he does drop kicks, but he was drop kicking the arm instead of drop kicking the body. So just kind of really smart. Last up, the main event, Okada versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP heavyweight title. The time is running out when Okada drop kicks Omega into the corner. They both get to their feet and Omega holds onto the ropes to counter a Rainmaker attempt. Omega then hits a snapdragon suplex on Okada, but Okada comes back with a picture perfect drop kick. Okada follows the dropkick up with the Rainmaker on Omega. Both men are down. Okada crawls over to pin Omega just as the time runs out. Okada retains the IWGP heavyweight title. During the post-match press conference, Cody comes in and he runs down Okada. Cody actually spits beer in the face of Okada and challenges him to a match in Long Beach, California. On July the 1st. Moto, it's all yours. <clears throat> what, what would you like me to say, Don? Is there something you'd no, like me to say? I don't know, Moto. Just anything that you feel is, is uh, you know, representative of my foreshadowing of what would be the best scenario to happen for this match, the rematch of all matches. You are really enjoying this, aren't you? You are thoroughly enjoying this. Yes. Uh, it, it, I think if it would have flip the other way and it would have been Kenny Omega going for the pin it would have been more dramatic but the concept and the theory I will definitely soak in and say yes I saw the vision wow you saw you saw the vision mm. um okay since I am the great person that I am I'm gonna tell you guys a little story after the result of this match on my Facebook on truly is a genius this is i'm not i'm not kidding this i'm not even gonna say who the person is this is this is fact 
Don is a genius and you should buy him the umbrella because of how he called this. He is fantastic. He is awesome. And you should get him a gift for, for his, his powers. This is, this is a fact. Well, to this, you have some very, very, very knowledgeable and very astute Facebook followers. Thank you for whoever posted that to Moto's Facebook page. I got messaged and, um, I'm going to say this about Don. He was absolutely correct. And it's so hard. He was absolutely correct in his uh, prediction. Prediction. He does not deserve the moniker of genius. But I will say this, Mr. Don DeLorente, as much as it plagues me from the bottom of my soul, it was a great observation. And you have great wrestling knowledge. And I'm happy to have you as a co-host. Oh, you guys should see me. I'll pat myself on the back like Barry Horowitz right now. You could have just said thank you. You just really could have said thank you. I mean, I'm doing it so much, I might, like, dislocate my shoulder. It's not with the gas. Just that a little bit. Congratulations. Uh, Call me when you have a great theory. That's the genius business. Anyway. This was a fantastic match. Um, Compare it to the first one. Did you like it more than the first one? As much as the first one? A little bit less than the first one? Um, people were very divided on this and I, and I'll repeat what I said last show. I did not like it. And I'm saying short term, I'm talking like 30 seconds. Examine this match. I think it was far and away better than Omega Okada won. I think it was better in the storyline. I think it was better in how it was presented. I just... It was, I was so emotionally invested, y'all. And I'm not even going to get into specific moves like I usually do. I, I just actually invested, and all of us were so exhausted. We were, it was like to the point where whoever won, we just wanted a result. We were just craving a result. And then you add the, the time factor in it. You add the time factor. That added to your nervousness because these, these men were just exhausted exhausted omega was already exhausted from his previous matches coming into this but he brought the fire to omega uh kenny he put on like 15 pounds of lean muscle for this he said this in a previous interview just for this match he was he was more muscular he was faster he was more agile he he caught up with the selling the selling was just top notch in this match I love this match. This is this is one of the best matches of all time. I'm not exaggerating. People, you can hate on me all you want to. You can tweet at me at G- JPK Moto all you like, but that's what I'm saying. It is one of the best matches of all time, and I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait for the next one. I mean, I'm not mad at this. And David Meltzer, a lot of people love or hate him. He gave this, I think, six and a quarter stars. So this is the highest rated match. I, I I love this match. I think it was much better. The storytelling, top notch. Psychology, top notch. Move sets. I mean, so many spots to even talk about. Like the New Japan fan, I'm saying this as a wrestling fan. You have to watch both of these matches. But watch watch this match. Do yourself a favor. If you are a wrestling fan, watch this match. See two of the best of our generation. Go to work. Go to town. Put it all on on the line result but you you will love the that's all i gotta say well i knew that the drama of the time limit draw would add a layer to this match that p- 
people probably hadn't experienced in a long time. And like you said, once you realize they start going, you know, because every like 15 minutes, they give you an update in New Japan for the time limit. So once you realize like, oh, snap, they're at 45 minutes. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, they're at 55 minutes and they're still both on their feet. And you're like, then it's kind of like, oh, man, next person who hits the next biggest move is going to probably win. And nobody wins. And it's like, oh, right there on the edge. And then nobody wins. It's, it was great drama. They they played it up perfectly. I think that it would have been a little bit more drama if it would have been Kenny going for the win since he hadn't won one yet. But either way, how you get to the draw, the draw was fantastic. Perfectly played. Something that hasn't been done in wrestling in a long time. 60-minute draw. Um, kudos to those two guys. Uh, the drama of Cody Rhodes coming out there. I'm going to yes. throw it in the towel because oh. Kenny was uh, just exhausted. The table spot where the table uh, didn't really bump the way it should have. <laughs> and that was pretty rough. I mean, like, I am the table. Like Moto says, just so many just great spots in this match. And, and, and these guys laid it all on the line. And Kenny Omega comes up just short again. Uh, he did hit the one-winged angel. They played it up. I uh, watched the American commentary that basically, you know, if he hits it, he's going to win the match. And we get about 40 minutes in, and he finally hits it. And it's a near fall. And, you know, Kenny Omega is just beside himself, can't believe it. And then, you know, the match kind of like restarts from there. We get like another layer added on. It, it was just great. Just great. Met the expectations that everybody had. Exceeded sure. mine. My gosh. Exceeded mine. And, you know, those nitpicky fans of the ones who are nitpicking, you need to remember, you need to learn how to remember to enjoy wrestling. Yes, we all analyze it, but remember to enjoy this. This was enjoyment. Enjoyment. And they brought something back. That time limit draw, that's a thing. That is a powerful, correctly to make a memorable match. Memorable match. Okada is is having the best year of his career, hands down. Hands down. Shout out to Dixie Carter. Made a dumb mistake, girl. But I'm glad you did because we have a great champion. Great, great champion. A great feud. And um, I just, overall Dominion. But what did you think about Dominion, Doc? I thought, it, I thought it was a fantastic card. I mean, from the gauntlet match all the way to the main event, I mean, it just was, each match was better and better and better and better and better, and then top, topped off with that main event that was, like you said, one for the ages, a classic, and it just gets me ready to see kind of what they've got on deck for Long Beach in a couple of weeks. Um, I know um, Kiza Road is coming up, but that's kind of getting overlooked um, because this, you know, July 1st and 2nd, and Long Beach is such a big deal, and uh, hopefully they pull it off. So I, I was just, you know, very uh, pleased with Dominion. I thought it was a five-star show. I will have to agree with you on that. I, I love Dominion. The lower card, you know, was just – but, I mean, you have Tanahashi versus Naito. When, like, I just, I just get so pleased because I pay for this, and it's worth every single penny – and I'm enjoying wrestling again. Not every match is perfect, but I'm enjoying what I watch. I don't think things are dumb, and I don't think a lot of things are uh, dumb decisions. Some people, I think actually a lot of people got mad with this whole Cody business, which I will get to later on. Um, but overall, great card. Thank you once again, New Japan. If you haven't already, I don't know what you're waiting for. I really don't know what you're waiting for. NJPW World 
Com. Get to it, people. Just, just, just get to it. Get to it. That's all I gotta say. Something else we'd like the people to get to is CSPN.us to support our sponsors. Please support our sponsors by going onto the website, clicking on the tab that says support our sponsors, and support our sponsors by going to Amazon. Do your normal shopping through Amazon, through CSPN, so a little bit of your purchase can come back to us here at the network so we can provide you the content that you get each and every week for free. So again, Amazon through CSPN.us, do it today. Now, Moto, we're going to preview that big weekend coming to Long Beach, California, July 1st, July 2nd, as New Japan. They're going to invade American soil and bring us two nights of New Japan pro wrestling here in the United States. Also, I have to say, uh, that is July 1st, I believe, is your birthday. Am I correct on that? That is correct. And I think it'll be a great birthday present for Don and also would be a great birthday present if you guys uh, say happy birthday to him on July 1st at Don DeLorente. Uh, that's his thing. And did you know, Don, that July 3rd is my birthday? I did not know that. So yes. to you guys, wish Moto a happy birthday on July 3rd. The best present I can ask for is a great, great uh, special from New Japan. And I'm fairly sure I'm going to get a great birthday gift. And I think Don will, too. Let's oh, get see, into I, it. Didn't, I didn't know you were a cancer. No wonder we get along so well. Holla, holla, holla. Cancer season. <laughs> All right. So opening match on July 1st, we're going to have Rapungi Vice, Will Ospreay, and the Briscoe Brothers versus the Young Bucks, the villain, Marty Skrull. Give it to me. The ticking Ta- time bomb. Takahashi and bad luck Fale. Um, so, who do you think? I am going for Bullet Club. Okay. I'm going to go with the Briscoes and Osprey and Rapungi Vice. Why? Because the Briscoes? Yeah, the Briscoes. I like the Briscoes. Mark and Jay, they, they, they do it for me. So, well, does, I mean, does this make... The Briscoe's like a satellite member of Chaos. That's actually Yujiro Takahashi. Excuse me, not the Ticking Time Bomb. That's my that's my bad. This is a that's, yes, that's right. I see that now. The Yujiro. Chaos versus Bullet Club match, apparently. Um, so the Tokyo Pimp, he'll probably bring out Peter, Mister uh, Thirst. We'll hopefully so. Uh, she'll probably uh, you know, she'll be with, yeah. with with the American crowd, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So you got the particular. Um, a hope for a spot in particular. I mean, anything special you want to see out of this? You want to see Marty Scurll break somebody's fingers? Absolutely. I am here for Marty Scurll, and I know he's going to be huge when he's here. I, I want the finger snapping. Of course, I mean, we, ha- we have the, the oh, the Young Bucks. Hello. Super kicks. Super kick. Come on. So, yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Will Ospreay, of course, um, the aerial assassin, is going to give us a lot of his moves. And Beretta hopefully doesn't die. I feel like they, they really try to kill Beretta in his matches. Don't try to kill that gem. Well, he actually made the big swanton dive this time instead of the last big show where he missed and caught the ramp and almost killed himself. Also, I want to shout out Rocky Romero for retweeting me. You're a gem, sir. You are a gem. And your, your album has changed my life. You're amazing. Next up, we have Titan Dragon Lee. And Volador Jr. and Jushin Thunder Liger versus Legend Los Ingobernables de Japón, which consists of Evil, Bushi, Sonata, now give it to me. The 
ticking time bomb. Takahashi. I I have to go with Lij for this. I I just have to. I I don't see it for Legend Liger and Dragon Lee and Volador. I don't see it. Yeah, me either. I'm going with the Lij too. Um, I'm wanting Sonata to, to to like start breaking out. I'm waiting for him and Ricochet to cross paths and have like a series of matches. They keep oh that would be it. great. They keep teasing it in a bunch of these multi-man matches and during the best of the super juniors, but they haven't really pulled the trigger on it yet. And I just want those two to find themselves wrestling each other somehow, some way. So one more time for LIJ. I I feel it. They're, 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 they're going to win this. I think I would be highly surprised if LIJ does not pull this out. I mean, it's LIJ. Come on now. And Zaddy watch for Sonata. Next up. The greatest first-generation wrestler ever, Jay Lethal, versus Hangman Page. And this is a U.S. title tournament match. Who you got? I got Jay Lethal, of course. Uh, Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Take Hangman Page. I dare you. I can't. (laughs) I can't. No, I don't. I'm going to go with Jay Lethal for this. And listen, I don't hate Jay Lethal, okay? I like Jay Lethal. Great wrestler, too. Though, I, I, for some reason, I'm, I just don't see it. Right. How are you just going to dare me to say to take Hangman Page? I dare you. You getting bold, Don. Because I remember what you said about Jay Lethal on our last episode. You are so bitter. I just have a good memory. Mm-hmm. That's bitterness. That's bitterness. Next up, Juice Robinson versus Zach Sabre Jr. This is also a U.S. title tournament match. Moto, who you got? Juice Robinson. Oh, what an upset. I'm going with Zach Sabre Jr. You just like his octopuses. Yeah, I like anything that has to do with Zach Sabre Jr. torturing people. You damn right. <laughs> Don is bold today, honey. You, you get one prediction right, you just, all right. That's- yeah, yeah, that's the way I'm doing it. Got to, you oh. know, you got to when you when you're hot, you just got to, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see how long this lasts. I'm going with Mr. Juice Robinson. He is a fellow lock haver like myself. Um, and I I'm really rooting for Juice Robinson. He is he is like most improved. We've already talked about how he's come along. Come to continue that, especially on American soil. Okay. Next up, David Finley. Jay White, Kashida, and the ace, Tanahashi, versus Sho Tanaka, Komatsu, Yoshitatsu, and Billy Gunn. Mr. Ass. Yes. Who's looking phenomenal, by the way. I saw him in person uh, back here uh, last fall. And, uh, yeah, he's he's huge. He had just came off of his New Japan run. Um, so, yeah, he, he was huge. Um, who are you pulling for in this one? Can can I ask you a question about uh, your Billy Gunn sighting? Yes. Was was he on the juice? On the juice? I, I, I cannot confirm or deny if he was on the juice, but I'm just gonna Did say he look like I'm just gonna say he was in really really good shape. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for your assessment. I I, I cannot go against. Oh, this. If this happens, I'm 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 going for Kushida, Jay White, and Tanahashi and Finley. I I cannot. In my good mind, ever root for Yoshitatsu and and Billy Gunn and Tanaka and Komatsu as much as I like Tanaka and Komatsu and Billy Gunn. No, I don't see it happening. 
I'm going to have to agree with you, but it <laughs> pains me because I love Shotanaka and Komatsu. Those are my two all-time favorite young boys in the like, last three years. I can't wait till they come back from their excursion. But yeah, for them to be teamed up with Yoshitatsu, ugh. So, <laughs> yeah, I think Somehow it's... You really yeah, nobody likes him at all. I, to me, he's how y'all feel about Taichi. I don't mind Taichi. I really can't stand Yoshitatsu. Well, wow. Well, there you have it. Wow. We have a rematch from Dominion as the Gorillas of Destiny face off against War Machine for the IWGB Tag Team titles. Who you got, Don? I'm going with Gorillas of Destiny. I don't think they're going to switch the titles that soon. I mean, I have to agree. I mean, I was going for Gorillas of Destiny. I just feel like as much as I hated the fact that they lost it, it would really just be silly to to bring you know have them win it back so fast and you know then it would just mean nothing in the hands of the gorillas of destiny so have the titles gain some value and some steam with gorillas of destiny i see uh retaining here i see some good spots for this match but god gonna retain next up we have ishii versus naito for the u in the u.s title tournament match moto who you got I'm going to agree with you. I think Naito is going to be a big deal during this weekend. And I think that, uh, yeah, he's going to have a good showing. I think Ishii and them are going to have a hell of a match. Don't count out Ishii. Mm-hmm. He puts on fantastic matches, especially in these big-time situations. So, I mean, they could have one of the best matches on the card by far. So, um, But, yeah, I think Naito is going to uh, get that win in advance. But I'm not – I would not – Count, I'm not counting out Ishii um, completely. Like, I don't think this this is going to be a landslide easy. This is not an de- easy decision for me because I was just thinking about um, the last big tournament that Ishii was in, and he he shocked us all by going as far as he did. So I don't be surprised if Ishii does win this, but I'm still I still have to go with Naito for my instinct. Right. Next up, big Michael Elgin versus Kenny Omega in a U.S. title tournament match. I mean, I gotta go with the man, Kenny Omega. It only makes sense. I mean, he's one. He's probably the reason why all the people are coming is to see him live and in person. So only makes sense for him to advance. The people will riot if Big Mike goes over Zaddy Omega, okay? Kenny Omega will win this. I will be, again, really, really shocked if they pull this. If they try to pull this in America of all places, I don't see it happening. Kenny Omega is going to beat Big Mike. And I'm just wondering, what's what's going on with Big Mike? I know he's doing other promotions right now, but uh, I'm not I'm not liking this at all for, for Michael Elgin. And our main event on the first night will be the champion, Okada, versus the American Nightmare, Cody, in an IWGP heavyweight title match. I guess I have to go with the man, Okada. Don't see why the, um, the streak would end now. This is going to be like people. I'm going for Okada before I get into this. People were complaining that oh, Cody, Cody shouldn't be having such a big time match right now. Blah blah blah. But there's no guarantee that he's going to win this. And frankly, if he does win this, this is probably that New Japan would make if if they actually really gave Cody the IWGP Heavyweight Championship right now. Jr. Jim Ross said that Cody needs this match so we see his evolution, so we see 
how far he can go. And I, I actually kind of have to agree with him on that because Okada brings out the best in who he fights, it seems like. And I think he's going to push Cody to the brink and we have to see what Cody can bring. I'm not counting Cody Rhodes out for this at all. He, he's, he's got a lot of pressure to deliver. Mega Okada too. And I think this will show us the scope of Cody's work. This is probably going to be more of a showing for Cody than it is Okada, I think. We have to see what Cody can really, really do. In that other company, he wasn't really being challenged. In New Japan, oh yeah, he's going to be challenged. And this is the biggest challenge you can do. But Okada's going to, he should win this. He should win this. We're not talking about TNA. This is New Japan. Okada's going to win this. Yeah, it should be a pretty good match. Like you said, uh, whatever the the highest level Cody Rhodes has, it's going to be on display when he wrestles Okada. Because if Okada didn't wrestle another match from today on, he is head and shoulders the wrestler of the year for 2017. Mm-hmm. So if you can't bring it on that level, then you're going to get embarrassed when you get in the ring with that guy. And I don't think Cody is going to let that happen. So, yeah, this should be a hell of a match. It could potential to be another classic. We move on to day two, where we will be having the semifinals of the U.S. title tournament. Moto, do you have those brackets? Like, who would face who? Like, the winners of which match would face the winners of what match? I do. Um, uh, so, after... The first two matches, the um, so what's going to happen is the third match would be the winner of the Kenny Omega versus Michael Elgin match uh, versus Lethal and Hangman Page. So with our predictions, it would be Kenny Omega versus Jay Lethal. Mm, man, that's a dream match. Dream, huh? Yeah, it's a dream for me anyway. Uh, on that. So, so, so you're not feeling it? That if... Kenny Omega wins with our predictions. Uh, on night two, he will face Jay Lethal in the semifinals. So, yes, 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 I am going with Kenny Omega, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Kenny Omega as well, but I think it's going to be a fantastic match. It's going to be really, really fun. It, it is going to be a, a great match. Um, after that, um, it would be Junior Eto and Ishii. Um, let's just say for the sake of argument, oh, See if my predictions are a rematch of Juice Robinson versus Naito. Oh, that would definitely be a Naito victory. Oh wow! Oh, why do you say that? Because he owes he he uh, Naito Naito knows he can beat Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson he may be an up and comer, but he hadn't up and come that much. Oh oh wow! You, mm. I guess the way you look at Juice Robinson is the way I might look at Jay Lethal. I probably why. You just something like that. I'll wait. I'm sorry. I know he's your um, dreaded brother in arms, but I'll have to go with um, Lij's finest. Okay. All right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I'd have to agree. <laughs> um, Zach Saber. So then, let's say for the sake of argument, Zach Saber Junior versus Knight, though. Ooh, now that's a tough one. That's a little bit tougher one for me to just be like, oh yeah, Knight is going to win. Um, ooh. I would still say Naito, but it would be a harder match. So you just think he could just walk all over Juice Robinson? Oh, yeah. He'll just like, okay. yeah, run mm-hmm. right through him mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bad Chinese food. Okay. Well, wow. 
Wow. All right. Well, um, I'm going to respectfully disagree on that, but I will say Naito would win that as well. So then it would be Kenny Omega versus Naito for that last match. <sighs> Ooh. Kenny Omega, because Naito doesn't need to be disrespectful to another belt. That's your reasoning? That's my reasoning. I'm sticking to it. Wow. Um, Kenny Omega, because he's been jaw-jacking about being the global face of New Japan. With this, he is one step closer to that goal. Okay? Um, and, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way I see it. Kenny Omega will win. And Naito, being the States heavyweight champion would say a lot about where they're going in direction. I might say it's it might say. You know what I'm saying? Get you. you can't I, I, I understand. I understand. But uh, all right. What about uh? What about if it was Kenny Omega versus Zack Sabre Jr. in the finals? Just so happens if we played doubles advocate. Um, I'd still say Kenny Omega, but it would be a it would be a really fun match because they have this a, a huge board. belt. This is a huge belt. Okay, no, I'm not yes. saying no, no Zacky four belts. No, I wouldn't. Come on, no man, no. Come on, no. You just want another belt on Zack Saber Junior. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah, you know how I like the visual. It's not happening. Not with this. Sorry about it. All right. All right. So then, after all those matches, we also have. Tanahashi versus Billy Gunn for the IWGP Intercontinental title. This one's going to be before all those, just to let you guys know. And um, <laughs> Billy Gunn versus Tanahashi. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, Tanahashi? Yeah, Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. 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 And, and then also we're going to have the Young Bucks versus Rapungi Vice. For the IWGP Junior Tag Team Titles, um, I also of youth will retain Rapongi Nice, Jumanji Dice, Latongi Vice, Rapongi Nice. I'm I'm sorry to say, the Bucks of Youth will win. Yes, I agree. The Bucks of Youth uh, should pull this one out as well, and uh, everybody should go home, um, you know, very happy, and that they got to see two nights of awesome New Japan Pro Wrestling action in America. Uh, for everybody who's going to watch this live and live tweet, please use the hashtag cast of strong style as you guys watch and tweet and live tweet. Um, I know most of myself will be very active on Twitter that weekend. So you'll definitely be able to interact with us and share your thoughts with us about the action that we get from new Japan in America. Yep. 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 And um, it will be a great showing from new Japan. I have, Little doubt that this will be a success. I mean, it sold out so quickly. Also, if you must, I I highly suggest that you watch the commercials that Bullet Club actually filmed for the G1 special. They're pretty good. All right. Now, at this time, we always open it up to Moto for any rants, raves, or theories that she may have. I am not going to share my new theory. It needs perfecting. A lot of people agreed with me on Bushi not being human, and uh, I still stand by that, you know? He doesn't answer me on Twitter. It's okay. I know the truth. I still support you, dog. A lizard or an alien, you know, this doesn't matter. I'm, I'm open-minded. Um, a rant. Um, there is somebody I spoke to about, um, about certain things, and uh, 
did not rub them the right way. It's on my own, okay? They don't represent Don's. Don has his own opinion. They don't re- represent CSPN.us. They don't rep- necessarily re- represent the Rascal cast. My opinion's on my own. And what I say here comes out of my mouth, comes from my brain. If you are mad that I'm calling you out because you want the Attitude Era to come back, that's your problem. And frankly, you don't make wrestling better if you're still whining about what happened in 1995, okay? It's 2017. The wrestling industry is not the same. Wrestling businesses are not the same. I come back and do an elbow drop. The click ain't gonna come back. They're old men now. Like, get over it. Get over it. I said what I said. And New Japan is the best promotion out there, in my opinion. You disagree? We'll talk it out. But, um... You're not going to change my opinion. It's my opinion. I love wrestling. I will always love wrestling. And that's, that's just the way it is, folks. That's just the way it is. Wrestling is subjective. Just enjoy it. That's all I got to say for now. Get your own podcast, and then you can spouse your own trashy opinions. They, okay. Okay. Can you repeat that one time for the masses? Louder for the people in the back, please. Oh, you can start your own podcast, and then you can spouse your own trashy opinions. Okay. You can spouse your own trash on your podcast. All right. There are black women who enjoy wrestling, like myself, like the lovely ladies of the WrestleCast, Didi and them, Alexis Littlefoot. Go listen to them. All right. You want to spot your own trash? Have the courage to be on here. It's not easy. It's not easy. But I love it because I love wrestling and I love the wrestlers that do it. And that's that. All right. Would you like to now give out your shout outs? Shout out to my boy Troy, who goes to all the. In- and watches those lovely wrestlers dive. Um, happy Father's Day to you. I know he loves his babies. Don Victor, come see me in these twins. Catch, catch these hands. You know, warrior. Um, shout out to the Bullet Club. And shout out to Kenny Omega for confirming the Okada Android theory. Yes. Yes, Kenny Omega confirmed my theory that Okada was an android. Even called him a robot. Said that Ghetto does all the thinking for him. Watch his last interview. That's all I got to say about that. Last interview on NJPM. Thank you, Mr. Omega. You'll always be daddy to me. All right. I'd like to uh, give a shout out to Noir Dynamite, who is the only person I found on the whole wide internet that is a fan of Taiichi. I commend you, sir, for letting that be known in such a public forum because you are greatly outnumbered. In these streets. Wait, who? Noir Dynamite. Seek help, sir. Seek help. <laughs> Let me give a shout out to all the listeners and everybody who was a follower of the podcast and of the Twitter account. Um, you guys continue to make this so much fun to do and give us space to talk about New Japan. Hopefully we are spreading the good word about this promotion to the masses and you are telling your friends about not only the podcast, but the action that New Japan is delivering each and every time that they have a big card. Um, so to all the wrestling fans that love New Japan just as much as we do, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's my shout outs for this week. So for my co-host Moto, I'm Don DeLorente. And this has been episode eight of Cast of Strong Stuff.
Strong Style. Strong style.